0: Oh, good morning, everyone. It's, it's really good to be back and good to see you guys again. So um, we've been away for what? Four and a half weeks. And um, it's been really good to fellowship with with the wider Christian church. I, I say to this every time that somebody goes away on holidays, I say, I do hope you're going to catch up with, with other people in churches. Well, well we, we worshipped at uh, Imble and Monto, and emerald and i can never remember this other one it was miriani not marion marion is the town next door miriani is the other one just between just uh, inland from mackay and it was so good to to meet up with with our christian brothers and sisters um in other places we always tried to be in a small town if we could on a sunday because we all know that churches in small towns are the best hey yeah um, so anyway it's good to be back uh, today is going to be a little bit different um, as you know we've been working our way through second Timothy, but I think it's probably about five weeks since since I was since I gave the message on it and there's really only one and a bit messages to go and um, I c- c- needed to get my head back into it, and I sort of suspect you guys might as well now the thing is what Second Timothy is actually a letter, and we have a strange habit in church that we get all these letters that we study, and that's what we do is we study them. Um, but what do we actually do with letters? What are we supposed to do with a letter? We're supposed to read it. It's mail, and um, and it's and it's something that we can do is actually just read it. And. Out of all the letters that we've studied, that we're into this section now of what we call the, the pastoral epistles. So Timothy, Titus, etc., uh, Philemon, that these are, they're called pastoral epistles because they're not letters that were written to actual churches. They are letters that were written to individuals. And, and, and in this case, it's written, T- Timothy is written to, Second Timothy is written to Timothy, who was a pastor of a church. And, but, but it wasn't just for Timothy. So it was also for the church to hear as well. And it's important for, for a church to hear how, I guess, how God wants pastors to um, conduct churches, how, how they're supposed to, to work in the churches. So that's what we're going to do today is um, for the message today. It's going to be shorter than normal. And everybody goes, woohoo! Um, it's almost as exciting as free ice cream and um for those listening to the recording have no idea what i'm just talking about but that was in the kid's story and um so we're going to read this letter now so second timothy paul an apostle of christ jesus by the will of god according to the promise of the life that is in christ jesus to timothy my beloved child grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now I'm sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about the Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to his holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Saviour Christ Jesus who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel for which I was appointed a preacher an apostle and teacher which is why I suffer as I do But I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he's able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. You are aware that all who are in Asia turned away from me. Among them are Phigelus and homogenous. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of one Cipherus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me earnestly and found me. May the Lord grant him to find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you well know all the service he rendered at Ephesus. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and what you've heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust a faithful man who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It's the hardworking farmer who ought to have the first share in the crops. Think over what I say. For the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Christ Jesus, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is trustworthy. For if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Remind them of these things and charge them before God not to quarrel about words, which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, Rightly handling the word of truth. But avoid irreverent babble. For it will lead people into more and more ungodliness and, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymaneus and Philetus who have swerved from the truth, saying that the resurrection's already happened. They're upsetting the faith of some. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal, The Lord knows those who are His. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Now, in a great house, there there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honourable use, some for dishonourable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonourable, he will be a vessel for honourable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, along with those who, who call on the Lord for a pure heart. Have nothing to do with Foolish, ignorant controversies, you know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone. Able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. And and they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray by various passions. Always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth just as Jannes and Jamborees opposed Moses so these men also oppose the truth men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the truth but they will not get very far for their folly will be plain to all as was that of those two men you however have followed my teaching. My conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, my sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured. Yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you've learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it. And now, from sorry, and how from childhood you've been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is breathed out by God, and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. Equipped for every good work. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming. For I'm already being poured out as a drink offering and and the time of my departure has come. I've fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Do your best to come to me soon. For Demas, in love of the present world, he's deserted me and gone off to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone off to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Luke alone is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you. He's very useful to me for ministry. Ticketus I've sent to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas, also the books and above all the parchments. Uh, Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Beware of him yourself, for he strongly opposed the message. At my first defence, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet Priscilla and Aquila and the household of Onsiphorus. Erastus remained in Corinth and I left Trophus, who was ill at Miletus, do your best to come before winter. Eubulus sends greetings to you as do Pudens and Linus and Claudia and all the brothers. The Lord be with your spirit, grace be with you. That's the letter Paul wrote to Timothy Um, and I think the way the letter's written yes it's written direct to Timothy Timothy this is what you have to do as a pastor in a church and this is why but also it seems it was something which was also meant for Timothy to share with the church as well because it's important that a church knows the role of their pastor and, and what a pastor should be doing what jumped out at people in that letter? What really came through in you to you in that letter that should be key to what we do at church? Should be key to what a pastor does in church and should be key to what our church is about. What came through to you? Follow Paul's good example? Thanks, Phil? Kent? Yeah, yeah, be aware of the truth and that which is not the truth. Yeah, and, and he really hammered it home to Timothy, and, and that's actually where we're going to get into next week, I think, where, where he says, I charge you in the presence of God. To... And so we'll be getting into that pretty strongly next week. Yeah, yep, yeah, yes. So um, for those who couldn't hear, uh, he talked about a soldier isn't to get caught up in civilian affairs. And and yet we do. We we sometimes get so caught up in what the world would have us. And and, and yes, I think that's not only for a pastor, like he's speaking to a pastor, but I think that's important for all of us as well. The Lord has called us to a higher calling. And we might be uh, living in in certain... um, Like we live in the world... And we're active in the world, we're active in community groups, we're active in our, in our workplaces, we're active in all sorts of things. But you know what? We should be about the Father's business in those places because he's the one who's called us, he's the one who's appointed us. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. How God strengthens us when we need, need him. And um, yeah, so Paul, he actually he's coming to the end of his walk in life. Like he's not far, he's in jail. He knows he's about to be executed. Um, But God's been his strength. And he's known that sometimes God has saved him from the persecution. But he knows that even when death comes, he's still saved from persecution. Um, Yeah. And isn't it, it... it's something that we, in our Western culture, we're not used to this, but he's, what did it say there, basically anyone who is full on for God, they will be persecuted. This this is something that happens. So, sorry, can you say that again, Tony? Yeah. 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 That, that, and that's, um, that'll probably come out more in our last week, yeah. The, the, some trusted people left him, deserted him, and some worked against him. So I think the main ones that worked against him uh, actually weren't believers, like Alexander the the coppersmith or or silversmith or whatever he was. Uh, I I think he was, um, we'll read about that later, he wasn't a believer, but he caused a lot of trouble. And that's something that as Christians, um, we're gonna see more and more of, people actively working against people just because they're Christians. We saw it in the media this week, um, the the old mate from Essendon that was the new CEO for Essendon, uh, simply because he is a Christian in a church, and that six, six or seven years ago that church said something that somebody didn't like, he get gets asked to resign. That that's just wow. This is this is new for us, and we're going to see more and more of that happening. But but even trusted Christian friends deserted him. Yeah, there he is in jail, and. I don't know whether they are scared of, well, maybe we might end up in jail too if we go and visit Paul and and share our beliefs in this part of the world because, um, but you know what Jesus said, when you visited those in prison, you visited me. And, um, we should always be aware of those who are in the Christian church who are being persecuted. Um, hope you don't mind me saying um, Phil and Chris's daughter is in a country that we cannot name um, and the reason we cannot name this is because she's there sort of as an undercover missionary and it's a place where she would either be kicked out or arrested if they if they knew kicked out of that that country Um, am I allowed to say it's an Islamic country it's an Islamic country in North Africa (laughs) <laughs> um, yes, and uh, and there's many people living in the world that that are living in in danger. They they cannot be the Christians publicly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So for those who couldn't hear, uh, the whole letter is a the, a letter of encouragement. And Alex said it. Yeah. You know, it's the importance of encouragement. As as Christians, we should be encouraging one another. Um, and here's, here's Paul, He's encouraging other pastors. Robin and I, we've just been away at our church conference, at, at the FICA conference, and what an encouragement that was, to get together with all these other pastors and, be in, and to encourage one another. Um, I want to encourage you. You've all been in other places where you've had pastors or ministers or whatever, and you know these people. How about I give you a job to do this week? Why don't you ring two of those pastors and maybe someone you haven't talked to for years and just say I just wanted to ring up and, and let you know I appreciated all of the ministry you did all those years ago and I want to pray for you and pray for them right there on the phone that, that they will be able to continue on preaching the gospel where they are. Could, could you do that? Is, that? is that a task I can give you? I'll do it too. I'll do it too. Robin will remind me because I'll forget. <laughs> yeah. Righto. Well, we might finish up and pray, hey? Heavenly Father, Lord. We just want to thank you for your Word. Um, as we as we study your Word, we just realise more and more the wisdom of it. What would we know about Christ? What what assureness, surety would we have of what the true gospel is if you hadn't given us your Word that we can read and study? And dwell on and lord so we just want to thank you for this we thank you for this particular letter that we've been studying over the last few weeks and lord we pray that um that as we finish up this series over the next couple of weeks lord that that by your holy spirit you would be speaking to us that you would be encouraging us you would be building us more in in the knowledge and love of you and lord i I want to thank you for the encouragement that this has been, for the encouragement that it's been for Timothy, for the encouragement that it's been to us as we read it. And Lord, I pray that we would be able to be an encouragement to each other and encouragement to others who are in distant places, who are soldiering on, um, preaching the word in places where sometimes it's not very popular for them. And Lord, I pray for us as a church that we would stand true to your word and that we would just love Jesus more and more every day. And that we would love each other more and more every day. That we wouldn't get tangled up in, in as he talked about, um, useless controversies that just distract. But that we would just grasp hold of your truth and your word and, and help us to live in righteousness to your honour and glory. In Jesus' name. Amen.